The Monthly Devotions of Holy Mother Church with Father Shannon Collins. The month of May is dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. In this talk, where Mary is Queen, Christ is King, Father links the message of Fatima and the Rosary with Our Lady crushing the infernal serpent. In this month of May, we would like to consider, of course, our Blessed Mother, especially in this month in which we honor the Queenship of Our Lady on the last day, May 31st. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. Immaculate Mary, pray for us. Good Saint Joseph, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. In the historical and inerrant book of Genesis, there is that special verse, that special sentence in chapter 3, where the good Lord put enmity between the woman and the serpent, In other words, the Almighty himself established an enemy relationship, an irreconcilable feud, ultimately between Mary and Satan. Holy Moses put it this way in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, quote, I will put enmities between thee and the woman, and thy seed and her seed. She shall crush thy head and thou shalt lie in wait for her heel, unquote. In a real way, all of human history, all of salvation history has this theme running through it. Sacred scriptures begin with this feud and end with this feud. The enmity relationship begins at our origins, Genesis, and finds its culmination in St. John's Apocalypse, chapter 12, to be exact. We find both the woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, as well as a red dragon that seeks to devour her child. Always at odds with each other, always at war and never allied. There is never a peace treaty, but only complete victory for the woman and utter defeat for Satan. By the power of her divine son and savior, Our Lady ground her heel into the serpent's head at her most immaculate conception. Furthermore, she desires that we join her, unite with her sacred heel, so that we too might crush Satan's influence in our life. There is to be no coexistence between Christ the King and Baal, no accord between the Queen of Heaven and that unjust tyrant and usurper from below. The woman hates the serpent with a perfect hate. And yet, and yet, it seems that some think that this lasting few can somehow be reconciled. That somehow the woman, the serpent, they can both coexist and be at peace. Case in point. In October of 2019, we heard about a religious service of sorts happening in the Vatican Gardens 
where a particular false goddess received veneration. That false goddess receiving this honor, again in the Vatican Gardens, it was and is called Pachamama. That will be the last time that I mention the name of this false goddess. To know a name could possibly open the door to communication, and we don't want fellowship with what ultimately is a demon. For some of the indigenous people in South America, this false goddess is considered the supreme goddess, the spirit of Mother Earth, even a cosmic mother. And for a number of modern people in the West who have lost the faith and embraced a neo-paganism and animism, this false goddess represents a universal feminine energy. Her adherents claim that she brings forth life, nourishes and protects existing life, and oversees the fruitfulness of creation. This goddess demands worship, even blood sacrifices. She supposedly likes it when human beings are ecologically virtuous, but she punishes man with earthquakes and natural disasters if she is disrespected. But interestingly enough, This false goddess is oftentimes depicted as a giant dragon, or she is depicted as a large, fertile woman with serpents wrapped around her arms and body. A woman and a serpent as one, united in peace, coexisting and reconciled. In the church's liturgical traditional calendar, we and celebrate the Feast of Christ the King in October, the last Sunday in October. We celebrate the fact that Christ is King on heaven, in heaven rather, and King of earth and all that is therein. Christ is the King of hearts and nations. He is King of angels and men. And yes, he rules over even hell and all false gods and idols and the demons behind them must fall down and break before him. But if Christ is truly king, then he must have a queen. And that royal lady is Mary. Wherever Christ is king by right and conquest, Mary is queen by grace and by participation in that conquest. As the mother of our God and king, Mary shares in the universal kingship of Jesus himself. I once heard it said that where Mary is queen, Jesus is king. In other words, the woman prophesied in Genesis, the woman who crushes the head of the serpent with her heel, ushers in the reign of Christ the king. Those individuals, those peoples, those societies that accept Mary as queen, always accept the kingship of Christ. Consider that wondrous little prayer, Coriesu adveniat regnum tuum, adveniat per Maria. Heart of Jesus, may your kingdom come, and may it come through Mary. Consider also the words of that great slave of Our Lady, namely St. Louis Marie de Montfort. De Montfort once stated, quote, It was through the Most Holy Virgin that Jesus came into the world, And it is also through her that he has to reign in the world. The Virgin of Guadalupe first crushed the head of the serpent God 
of the Aztecs and then ushered in the reign of Christ in the Americas. And this ushering in of Christ as king is truly the very definition of the triumph of Mary's Immaculate Heart. The triumph of Mary's Immaculate Heart is the triumph of her son. It is an age of peace in the reign of Christ the King. It is a universal reestablishment of the Christian order or Christendom. His universal reign of peace in the minds, hearts, and the public societies of men. His gospel being the law of our hearts and of the nations of the earth. But if the serpent, if the serpent, however, wished to usurp unjustly the throne of Christ the King in the minds, the hearts, and societies of men, then the serpent would need to remove Our Lady as Queen. The dragon would need another woman, a female ally who would help usher in his tyrannical reign over men. He would need another maternal figure that would not crush his head, but rather allow him to wrap himself around her. That he could even speak and act through her to deceive men. And thus we saw in that Vatican garden, we saw an event that was an enthronement of Satan in place of Christ the King. As a result, churchmen speak of Holy Mother Earth instead of Holy Mother Church. Churchmen speak of the fires in the Amazon destroying the so-called lungs of the planet, but fail to warn people of the fires of hell. Churchmen promoting ecology and sustainability instead of promoting a life of virtue. How far we have devolved. St. Boniface. St. Boniface cut down an old growth tree worshipped by a Germanic tribe to show the powerlessness of false gods and demons in comparison to Christ the King. St. Benedict destroyed a temple of Apollo before building the great monastery of Monte Cassino on top of its ruins. And yet, just a few years ago, we saw a false goddess that literally sat before the altar in St. Peter's Basilica. Again, it reminds me of those words spoken of by the late, great John Sr., a man of tradition, who stated, quote, and these are dour words, the crisis is over, we have lost. This is no longer a prediction, it is a simple observation. He continues, Rome has been desecrated, We are in the age of darkness. The modern world and the church deserve the punishment that God is raining down on us, unquote. Last year, a good priest friend of mine sent me an email that was a bit of a rant, but it rang true. This priest basically stated that This event in the Vatican Gardens was more than predictable considering the last few decades. He wrote, quote, if you support modern liturgical innovations, if you support Vatican II and post-Vatican II orientations, religious liberty to worship any way you want, ecumenism not being like rabbits, limiting family size and therefore being responsible parents, 
If you support passive euthanasia in many hospitals, organ harvesting of vital, non-paired eternal organs, etc., etc., and yet you are upset about Pachamama, then you're seriously confused, unquote. Think about it. We lived through the destruction of the Roman rites. We lived through the uncrowning of Christ the King and the relinquishing of the papal tiara. We've seen the promotion of religious indifferentism, the celebration of Martin Luther as an instrument of the Holy Ghost, and even the possibility of active adulterers being open to and even the possibility of receiving sacraments without remedying their situation. In short, the serpent has been sitting on a throne for a while. We just failed to notice until this event. May God help us. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Amen. This presentation has been brought to you by the Fatima Center. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. The Fatima Center operates solely on donations. Please consider making a contribution to this worthy apostolate, trusting that God, who is never outdone in generosity, will reward you. To contact us, please call 1-800-263-8160 or visit our website, www.fatima.org. And we encourage you to share this presentation with others. Our Lady, Queen of Heaven and Earth, Ora Pronobis.